There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is the Vice Guide to Right Now, a daily rundown of all things Vice. I'm Jesse Maiko. This Thanksgiving, we are going into the archives to bring you some of our favorite interviews with artists from around the world. In this episode, Vice correspondent Gianna Tabani sits down at the Bowery Hotel to chat with Swedish pop star Robin about her inspirations, influences, and what the future might hold. I think that's what's cool about music. It gives you a timeline, you know? You can take a feeling, and if you do it well, you can tap into that emotion over and over and over again and relive that moment. Some may know Swedish dance sensation Robin for her recent hits like Dancing on My Own and Call Your Girlfriend. But Robin made her U.S. debut in 1997 with the album Robin Is Here, which went platinum with hit singles like Show Me Love and Do You Know What It Takes. Since then, she's been foraging her own music, collaborating with the likes of Snoop Dogg, Roy Sop, and Nene Cherry. Despite commercial success, Robin wanted more autonomy over her sound and left Jive Records to eventually start her own label, Konnichiwa. Her 2010 trilogy, The Body Talk series, earned her a Grammy nomination and marked an innovative push in her career. I recently sat down to catch up with Robin before a performance in New York. So for the tragic, deprived viewers who don't know who you are, can you tell us who are you, who is Robin? Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess personality is a change, like it's a changing thing. But I guess I'm Swedish and I'm 36 years old and I make pop music. Do you like what you do? Yeah, I do. I really like what I do. I feel like I have a, like, the best life ever, you know? I feel very privileged. But I also feel um, I can't take myself that seriously anymore. <laughs> and I make music and people um, react to what I do and then it feels really good. They're also not empty pop lyrics. No. Like you have <laughs> messages, right? You have, you, you push social boundaries. Yeah. You know, you change culture in that way, which I think is, you know, of, of value. Yeah. No, it totally is, and I love popular culture. The things that really get me off nowadays are other things than it used to be. Like, it used to be, like, crafting the perfect pop song, and nowadays I just want things to uh, feel loose, and, like, I want to feel... I want to loose myself in things. And so what are you doing now? What's new? What are you working on? Well, I've been spending time working on this tour. I also decided to ask people whose music I love to remix my old songs. Mm-hmm. A good remix kind of stretches the way you listen to a, a pop song or a song in general. And how two things that were not meant for each other can come together and cre- create something that, that's really unexpected. For me, that's just a really interesting way of listening to music. Mm-hmm. You think about being in touch with yourself, mm-hmm. or is it sort of hard to get to that place where you're not guarded or you're not putting on a, a performance? Well, I try to be myself all the time. Mm-hmm. But I think with my closest friends, maybe. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I think on stage, but it's a very narrow window. 
There's no way I could be all of myself on stage. You know, that would be extremely boring, I think, for people. <laughs> so when you perform Dancing on My Own now, is it a painful experience? Um, it can be, yeah. Because it's one of those ones where you just want to dance like fucking crazy, but yeah. then you're like, fuck, this is sad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Was that about one night or one situation? No, it's about many nights. <laughs> many nights and many heartbreaks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's always a tricky thing when you have to go back to old material because maybe it's just, you know, like a lot of songs that I've written, like, I, I don't want to be heartbroken. I'm not sure if I want to write more songs like that. I would love to write other type of songs. I think I've, I've written enough sad love songs for, like, a whole career. <laughs> and I think I, I, I look forward to, to, to writing about other things. Can you just tell me a little bit um, about your childhood, what you were like as a kid. From when I was about seven years old, me and my family moved back full-time to Sweden, and I started school. And that's when I really got into, I guess, like, popular culture. But in Sweden, that was really hard because we didn't have commercial TV or radio. So American music was very hard to find. MTV was, like, very rare. It was with, you know, the people who actually had a satellite mm -hmm. TV. Yeah. So I would go to my friend's house, and I would record VHS tapes of, of music videos. So it would be like a video mixtape, and I would watch those videos over and over, like, for, like, months, and then I'd record a new one. Who's, do you remember which artist? Um, well, a lot of, the, like, the European music at the time was, like, you know, really inspired by raves. It was like Prodigy and, you know, all the grunge stuff from here. But but also the music I was into was, um, you know, like Nana Cherry and uh, TLC yeah. and um, Madonna, of yeah. course. And, um, yeah, a lot of Prince. We lost Bowie and Prince recently. Mm -hmm. um, did they have an influence on your work? Yes, yes. Both of them, very much. For me, David Bowie is very much my childhood because my mom used to listen to him a lot. And it, the first song I remember is Heroes, and I remember listening to it on headphones in a bus. My parents had a theater group, so we were touring a lot as a kid, and I was always in a tour bus with them. And I used to listen to a lot of music, and I remember listening to Heroes when I was, like, about four. And I remember thinking or feeling that, fuck, this is, like... This is insane how music can just like transport you into an emotion uh, this way. Like, this is so cool. And with Prince, he was able to be such a sensual and sexual artist without making me ever feel as an object, as a woman. Because mm, I feel like he was objectifying himself all the time and he was okay with that, you know? Talking about the idea of um, feeling objectified by, mm -hmm. you know, pop culture. Mm -hmm. um, did you feel that when you were younger? Yes, I did. I mean, the world's changed a lot since 95 or whatever. Uh, you can actually say now that you're a feminist without, like, people thinking that you hate men and stuff. Yeah. So I think now is a much better time to become a pop artist mm. than back then. Like, I felt like I couldn't explore myself and my own personality and, mm -hmm. my, and my weirdness as much as I would have liked. Yeah. Um, so I did, I, I did that later. In life, yeah, not in my in not between fifteen and twenty five, but after. There's a lot of talk now about like how female artists are so objectified. On the other hand, I think it's also super nice that women can be sensual and naked and now be, without it, you know, being so objectifying as it mm -hmm. used to be. 
For those who don't know about the transition that you made um, leaving Jive and starting your own record label, mm -hmm. it was obviously a big deal and I would imagine a really tough decision. Can you tell us about that transition, what you did, why you did it? Well, I sometimes I think about like why it took me so long to make that decision because I had been already been so miserable for like five years when I made that. Like I, did, I really felt like I didn't have anything to lose. The scary part was just like letting go of this idea of like that I needed the commercial pop world to, to, to be able to make music. I didn't, I didn't know how, you know, I'd never been a part of an independent music industry. And last thing, um, when do we get your next album? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Um, I've started to write songs, but that's about it. Will it be much different than what you've done before? I hope so. I don't know it, that either, but yeah, I think so. I'm trying to challenge myself, go somewhere new. Cool. Mm. Well, we can't wait. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs>